Welcome to the Burning Eye Podcast, West of Centre and Never Knowingly Mainstream. Jen Hart. Uh, welcome back to uh, the September episode of uh, the Burning Eye podcast. Um, we've had a bit of a break over the summer for festivals and the Edinburgh Fringe, um, but now we're back um, and settling into the last part of 2017. We've only got a handful of books left this year, but they are definitely worth waiting for. Before I get into any of that, I just wanted to do a quick catch up with you um, of some of the books that you might have missed released with us over the summer. So um, we've got the brand new um, and very much anticipated collection by Deanna Roger, I Did It Too. It is a phenomenal book. I saw her perform some of the poems from it at Shambhala this year um, and it was mesmerising, really, really beautiful. You Sad Feminist by Megan Beach is another great one up there, um, exploring activism and mental health. Both things are very important to me, um, and if they are important to you too, I suggest you get a hold of this book. Um, it is a really interesting exploration of those two things from Megan's perspective. Rob Alton has a new book to accompany his uh, show, The Hair Show, uh, which you may have seen at the Edinburgh Fringe this year. The book is called Take Hair and kind of follows in true Rob's Rob style from uh, following on from his other books which have been released with us. We're really excited about this because Rob Alton is the first Burning Eye poet to release three books with us. So thanks Rob. Um, we've also got um, new books from Dan Cockrell, Kate Fox, and this week we are very pleased to announce the release of the She Growls anthology um, edited by Carmina Mass-Oliver. I'm gonna Cut now to a clip um, of Clive speaking to Carmina at the Edinburgh Fringe this year about the anthology. So this is Carnival Poetry at the Edinburgh Fringe, um, off-road, I guess we could call it. <laughs> I don't really know, but yeah. So, and um, I'm here with Carmina. Um, so first, there's a couple of things really, Carmina, I'm interested in. One, tell us about the background of She Grouse, because we've just done a book, and you're here at the Edinburgh Fringe doing a run for the whole of August. So tell us about... Um, background of the, the night in its history in London and then maybe after that tell me a bit about what you've got planned this mm. month. Yeah. So um, I started off kind of after university having gone to this weekly um, discussion group, feminist discussion group yeah. and me and a friend kind of wanted to carry it on but we were both back in London so we started off having meetings at the Feminist Library, okay. but they weren't very well attended. And then I kind of had this idea in my head and it, she growls just all kind of came together and I had yeah, the vision and then I just decided to do it. Fantastic. Um, so it started in 2013. Um, I did one show as part of a festival in Kingston okay. and then um, started off at the Gallery Cafe in mm -hmm. Bethnal Green and then went on to do a couple of other venues in London and um, then I've taken a break because I've been in Spain teaching of course, and yeah. um, now I'm cooking up some plans for September So se September She Girls comes back to London as if it had never been away. Yeah. Excellent, fantastic. <laughs> so, and, and so 
you've got a, a whole program for the French. You're here for the whole of August. Is that right? Yeah, the whole of August. The every day apart from the sixteenth. Okay, you get one day off. Yeah, I. Oh my god. I've never <laughs> done it before, so I kind of asked around. Should should I take a day off? And people said yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah have one. So. Yeah. Yeah. I guess the thing is, well, there's so many poets around that if you get to the bottom and I've got to have another day off, you could probably get somebody to stand in as well. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. So, um, tell us about the book then. So, so why a book? Hi, Kate Fox has just walked into them. We're just doing a little interview. But <laughs> how are you? I'm all right. How are you? Brilliant. Yeah, good, thank you. Yeah, really great. Really great. So, just tell us quickly about the book then, and then we'll, uh, we'll cut on record. Um, so, well, I'll just read the, the content so everyone cool. can know Why who's not? in the book. Sounds good. Um, yeah. So we've got Ashling Parhe, Sabrina Mafoz, Belinda Zawi, Selena Willow, Bridget Minamore, Joelle Taylor, Rachel Long, Jasmine Kure, Sophie Finella, and Esther Poya. Sounds great. And it's beautiful. Just, yeah, show, it's just got show to the camera some of the, the illustrations. Illustrations. It's just amazing. See? So happy. Fantastic. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Oh, thank you. That was Clive uh, chatting to Carmina um, about the She Grows Anthology. Um, it's an amazing thing. Um, check it out on our website or check it out. Uh, if you've never heard of She Growls before, definitely uh, go check out um, shegrowls.tumblr.com um, to find out more. And you can read that manifesto and read more about how you can get involved, um, especially um, in their upcoming open mics um, and part of their zines as well. Um, it's a really great group, a really great um, idea, um, so uh, please do uh, get involved. Um, so, as well as um, Clive going off to the Edinburgh Fringe this year, I spent most of my summer in in lots of fields, in, in lots of festivals, um, doing poetry to lots of different people um, and listening to a lot of great poetry as well. Um, and I was really honoured this year to be able to... Um, share some stages with some wonderful people like Elvis McGonagall and Selena Godden. Um, and one of my personal favourites um, from this year's Burning Eye um, schedule, which was uh, Shagufta K. Iqbal, um, who you may remember released a book with us back in June called Girls Get Jam. Um, and honestly, it is a phenomenal book. Um, and seeing her perform this year has only elated that feeling further for me. Um, so I caught up with Shagufta at our last festival together um, at Shambhala to have a little chat about um, the book and what she's up to next. So um, I'm here at the wonderful Shambhala festival. I'm sat in a beautiful hut type thing. Yurt. Yurt type thing. And I am joined right now by uh, Shagufta. Hello. Hello. Hi. And Shagufta's daughter, do you want to introduce yourself? So what your name is? Magia. Magia. And she's just told me that I'm her best friend, so that's yeah. the coolest thing that's happened to me at Shambhala so far. Um, so I'm really glad that I've managed to catch you at last. Yes, finally. <laughs> so uh, Jam is for girls. Girls, girls good jam. jam. Was June that came out. June? May, yeah, June, June. Yeah. 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 It seems like such a long so, time yeah. ago. Festivals has, the summer has been long and yes. hot. Yes. And, yeah. <laughs> Um, orientating. Yes, uh, pretty much as soon as the book came out, you were in Pakistan. I was. Yes, yes. and yes. you there was lots of photos of you taking the book around and everything. And taking photos from mountain tops. That's probably the highest point that Burning Eye Books has photos of its yeah. poetry collection. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Great. Shagifta yes. did that. I have. Yes. I've, is that is that some kind of like 
Have I broke a record there? I, I think, think so, yes. yes. Well, yes. the highest poet. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I say it at a festival. <laughs> Going back back to Pakistan, something that you really wanted to do with the book, or was that just a beautiful coincidence? It was a beautiful coincidence, but it's something that I haven't been back in 22 years, and so it's changed dramatically as a country. And also, it's just beautiful. I went beyond just normally we go to the village and stick to Punjab and this time we went right up into the north into the mountains um, into different um, Pakistani cultures yep. um, different religious sects and that was a, an incredible experience to see the diversity of Pakistan because in your mind you have this one image of what Pakistan is woo <laughs> um, and it's it's yeah it's, it's so diverse obviously but I didn't quite understand until I got there. Yeah. Did you um, do, did you perform any of your poems while you were there? I did in the mountains, around campfires. Oh, wow. Um, so I went travelling and I think uh, it was a, it was another record. It was the largest group of, a uh, largest women only trekking group that went to Pakistan. So you I don't think... glitter lipstick. Yes. And we all, uh, we all want glitter lipstick. lipstick. And we wore glitter, glitter lipstick. lipstick. Um, and so that in itself was quite um, a big... Thing to have so many women trekking yeah, up into the mountains. Um, yeah, so that was that was a and it was really nice to share poetry in that space in in the under the stars. <laughs> and you're laughing, but I'm trying to be really deep and to talk about how Sorry. I was sad. And you know, you're getting glitter lipsticks done. <laughs> for for not, our listeners, yes. I'm being attacked with glitter. And it's um, great. It's quite apt because we are at a festival. But yeah. yeah, it was it was an incredible experience to share poetry. Um, in those mountains, mm. um, yeah, yeah, and obviously a lot of the context and, and content of your poems is mountain based, um, mountain based, mountains, yes. and rivers, and rivers, and oh, <laughs> and we've lost, we've lost a child to a, no, hell, uh, a, a hay bale. bale. Yes, I'm sure it happens. Yes. at festivals. <laughs> I don't know. Should we get her out? Or should oh, we I guess. I, I like guess it. so. Um, so. Since you've um, been back from Pakistan, I've seen you at a couple of festivals this year. So we did Woman together yes. earlier this year. Um, tell me a bit about your festival experiences. Um, I haven't, I perf- the first festival I actually performed at was Glastonbury. So that's quite a culture shock because mm. it was just so big and so huge. And these have been really beautiful festivals, really... Um, amazing audiences and really receptive to poetry culture I think because they've been doing it for quite a while I think Sally's been running Shambhala for a good while yeah. um, she's got some nice facilities back here <laughs> um, and, and the same again with, with WOMAD it was really beautiful um, I've never festivaled with children before so that's quite mm. a nice experience yeah. working with children um, which is very much my life I do I do try to balance everything mm. with being a mum and uh, being a writer which you do fabulously <laughs> I do you know. Know. No, I think there's a few art. I mean, see, Liv did it incredibly well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think I think Holly McNish talks about it a lot in her work, mm. um, and it's quite an, an interesting experience. Um, yeah. Melding the two, and I think it is compatible. It's very hard work. Yeah. Um, but it's fun, and they enjoy it, and I enjoy it, and it's, it's something I don't think I could I could I couldn't give up either. So it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And nice. meshing, and, and they all seem to be having a great time. They do, and that's it. And these festivals really cater towards like having a family, taking can them to I family. Play you can play outside. Go play outside. Yes. Run free. Go, run. Enjoy. Um, and that's the beauty of festivals. They can just go off and do their own thing, and I can kind of like dip in and out of poetry tents and yeah. listen to beautiful words like earlier on Deanna yeah. Rogers yeah. was incredible yeah um, another burning eye 
Another Berlinale. Another Berlinale. Yes, I know you've been really chuffed, but yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, it's uh, it's really nice to see so many of our poets at festivals, including myself. Um, you know, uh, to be included with everyone is is really nice. Yes, I really, 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 really appreciate it. I met another Berlinale poet, um, Jamal. Mahmood, yes. yes. The, Me and Jamal um, go way back. We went to uni together. Oh, really? Yeah, we, oh, wow. we did the Poetry Society. We set it up together at uni. Nice. Uh, uni. What, what uni was? Southampton, University of Southampton. Lovely. Yeah. So I met him at the Beauty of Being British Asian, the mm. MOBA um, exhibition launch event. Yep. Um, and that was with lots of amazing artists. Um, and it was um, organised by Brent Rodney, um, which means like Brent uh, Rodney is like a kind of flower. Uh, chapati type thing okay um and it's it's quite it's quite clever i think because my mum used to always say if you don't have nice chapatis who's going to marry you <laughs> and so she's like yeah it's burnt roti and you know what i don't care and that's brilliant awesome. um yeah um, and so that event was exhibiting the work of south asian artists and exploring the idea of being british asian which is a, a hybrid culture which isn't quite it isn't quite subcontinent, isn't quite British, it's somewhere in between. Yeah. And about carving identity amongst that, which is very much what my work addresses. Yeah. Um, and so as poets, we launched uh, some, went, went in there, did some poetry. Um, I'm part of a collective called The Yoniverse. Yeah. Uh, so The Yoniverse um, are a collection of poets who are South Asian women. And it's about um, being able to reclaim our sense of South Asianness. I find that often, especially in the post 9 11 world, poets, especially Muslim poets, are kind of like, yes, go and write with other Muslim poets. Um, and that's quite a tenuous link um, yeah. because sometimes it's, it's, it's such a broad yeah. uh, range of voices in that, in that, yeah. in that um, melting pot, I say, with mm. these airmark quotes. Um, and being able to relate to being South Asian, um, being able to connect with parts of myself that aren't necessarily Muslim, but actually I grew up watching Bollywood films, watching um, Indian goddesses, watching the, the way in which Gali was incorporated into so many of our stories and so much of our narrative and our song and, and being able to embrace that, which I know can be quite problematic because I don't have that background, but at the same time she's so familiar to me, so yeah. many of these goddesses are, and so much of that culture is, um, has been a really exciting experience. We've been able to tap into so many different aspects of our South Asian identity, yeah. which has been denied for quite a long time since, yeah. since the Prevent Agenda and post 9-11. Yeah. Cool. Do you think um, the having your book has helped you to cement those ideas a bit more and to claim that identity a bit more? Yeah, I think so. I mean, the book's been quite a long... I talk really fast, so I'm going to slow down. You're, gonna, you're probably going to slow me down when you... <laughs> but um, it was like, it's been a 10-year journey, the book, um, and it's taken a long time to put together. And so I think when, when people are reading it, there will be almost a very different voice coming through in some of the work. Um, yeah. But I think the whole time it's been it's been about grappling with that, and I think I've kind of feel like I've come full circle in that I grew up in St Paul's, which was a very multi-ethnic, diverse area in the 80s, a very deprived area, and then moving to areas like let's even say Andrews and then Redland, um, so I ended up feeling like quite a singular voice in yeah. very affluent areas, um, and being a student also in universities in, in Bath and things um, whereas I've, now that I've come back to East London and tapping into an art scene that's um, 
very diverse um, yeah. has been quite a full circle journey and it's been it's really nice to be able to um, perform sometimes with with people who have similar stories to myself or reflections of myself I think sometimes I felt quite lonely in the way in which I presented my work and, yeah. and it's been really it's nice to belong to a community which I know as a punk rocket you pro- uh, a punk a poet you also uh, feel the same way when you tap into that yeah. community and you get yes yeah, yes yeah, yeah. we've been there together we've had this journey yeah. together and I'm not the only one who's experienced that it's, yeah. it's a really nice feeling it, you feel like you're amongst family in some way yeah yeah, yeah it's great yeah yeah so um what's what's next for you what what's are you doing next next I've started writing my next poetry collection Ooh. Um, and that kind of mixes my love of cooking and culinary uh, concoctions with poetry um, and I started that journey a year ago with a poem called Borders which um, was turned into a poetry film with an amazing director Elizabeth Meisen um, it did it did really well at short film festivals the poem was turned into a poetry film um, and it just made me want to go and explore more with this idea of food and how it's related to trauma how it's used as a way to overcome um, uh, trauma how it's yeah. also used as a way to connect communities women and stories and oftentimes how uh, particularly growing up I was um, very much aware that the kitchen was the women's space yeah um, and it's quite a it's quite a political um, space as well because mm. those were places where honest conversation often happened yeah. um, amongst women and I just think it's a place I really want to explore I enjoy cooking I love cooking um, and I enjoy writing about food so to merge yeah. those two is you should a, you should do a tour in kitchens oh my gosh that'd be yes wouldn't that yes, be great that would pick be some great good sized kitchens and yes do, do book tour in kitchens <laughs> book tour in so, kitchens yeah I love that that sounds great um, so yes I've been liaising with quite a few other um, um, not necessarily poets but actually um, cooks and chefs to talk about the way in which they yeah. use uh, food in their in their work and how they write about food and that's been quite an interesting research that I've been doing that sounds great and yes. and I get to eat loads of things which yes. is <laughs> that's, that's why we all do it absolutely eat all the food yes great <laughs> yes okay well thank you so much oh, for taking some time out to chat with me yes I've enjoyed um, it yes good any last words any last words um keep an eye out on Burning Eye Books they do some amazing events we've got some stuff coming up with The Verve um, in Birmingham Woo! Um, I've got some events coming up I'm trying to think of the top of my head in Bristol at the Watershed as well so, yes, yes yes great yep, yep, cool. keep an eye out and um, yeah we'll be great we'll be keeping up to date and in touch with other stuff happenings yeah. musings awesome yes. great thank, <laughs> thank you, you. <laughs> So there we go. Um, that was uh, two interviews uh, with Carmina Mas Oliver and Shagufta K. Iqbal. Check out more from them um, by following them or uh, at SheGrowls on Twitter. Um, and you can find more about Shagufta by simply Googling her name um, and her website and all of her dealings will come up there. Also want to make a special mention there to um, her daughter, Medea, who uh, joined us in the interview. And it was a real pleasure to meet um, all of Shagufta's family um, over the, over this summer. Please make sure that you uh, look out on our social medias next week. We are um, announcing something pretty big that we think everyone will be interested in and benefit from. 
Also, we want to know what you're up to on National Poetry Day. If you're performing anywhere, or if you're going to see a poet or anything, um, get in touch and let us know. We want to see all of the wonderful things that you're doing. It's going to be great. We're going to be at the Chattelman Literary Festival on the 7th of October as part of Lit Crawl. You can find out more about that by uh, visiting the Chapman Literary Festival website um, or we have a Facebook event going on at the moment. The Lit Crawl event will be at the Waterstones in Cheltenham and it will be Rebecca Tantoni, Sally Jenkinson and myself, Jen Hart. Um, we're going to be doing um, some poems from our latest collections, um, which will be very nice. Um, so please, if you're in the area, do come along and watch what we're doing. The Chatham Literary Festival has loads and loads of really cool stuff on. Elvis McGonagall is there. Malika Kugode is there. Um, Vanessa Kasule is there. They're all going to be there doing various events. So make sure you check out the website, check out the timetables and see what's going on over the week. Um, we are also doing another event there, but all will be revealed next week. So look out for that. Also, please look out for uh, collections coming out from Toby Campion, Emma Joliffe, Agnes Torrock and Robert Garnham. Really, really exciting stuff. Um, can't wait for the rest of the year. Thanks very much for listening. I've been Jen Hart and this is the Burning Eye Podcast. <laughs>